All right, so my name is Alex Barthet. I am a board certified construction attorney here in Florida. All right, let's get right into it. So the best way to understand um, the lien law is first to have an understanding of who has what rights under the lien law. So in essence, who can assert a lien? So a laborer, um, that is just any worker um, working independently on the project. So if I'm a subcontractor on your job and I hire John Smith, the carpenter, not John Smith carpentry, but John Smith, the carpenter, um, John Smith, the carpenter has lien rights. Um, he could record a lien on the project. It's very rare that we see an actual individual record a lien, but they do have lien rights and they don't actually have to send a notice to owner. So you may be um, tracking all your notice to owners as you should, but find out that, wait, someone just recorded a lien, John Smith, the carpenter, we've never received a notice to owner from this person. Um, that's actually fully permitted. Uh, the thought is that John Smith, the carpenter is not gonna be working very long without getting paid. So the statute does not make him go through the trouble of recording or serving a notice to owner. Architects, engineers, and land surveyors have lien rights on projects. Um, contractors, such as yourself, anyone who is in direct contractual privity with the owner has lien rights. Subcontractors, sub subcontractors, and material suppliers and rental companies who have a contract with the owner, the contractor, the subcontractor, um, or sub-subcontractors. This is the bottom rung of the Florida lien law. Anyone below this does not have lien rights. So for example, if General Electric provided switchgear to World Electric, who was the supplier oh, to the electrician, um, General Electric does not have lien rights on your project. But in my example, World Electric would. Um, so that's the material supplier to material supplier example. And then sub, sub, okay. subcontractors don't have lien rights. So the difference between a material supplier, a rental company, and a subcontractor is someone that provides labor. So let me give you an example. If the sub subcontractor rents a piece of equipment, maybe an excavator um, for the job site, that would be a material supplier to a sub-subcontractor. That material supplier or rental company um, actually has lien rights. If the sub-subcontractor rents a piece of equipment, let's say an excavator with an operator, that company that provided the excavator and operator would technically be a sub-sub-subcontractor, so they would not have lien rights. So that distinction is sometimes important. We've had clients um, who have been able to invalidate lien rights of those so far down the chain because of, for, for that example that I just gave you. Um, so keep that in mind as you are tracking who has lien rights on your project. It is um, a great, uh, one of the things you absolutely have to do on your projects as a, as a contractor when you're managing your job is keeping track of all of the notice to owners that you receive. Make sure you track who issued 
the notice to owner, who gave the order to that party that issued the notice to owner, and making sure that you're getting uh, lien releases from everybody that provided that notice to owner. Um, that is one of the best ways to mitigate uh, payment risks on, on your project is, is making sure that you're tracking those notice to owners and getting releases every month. I appreciate the opportunity to uh, teach you all about some of these topics and uh, hopefully you found it useful and can put some of the stuff to, to, to work right away. Um, and again, send me any emails with any questions. Thanks again, everybody.